Hello, fellow hooligans, and welcome back to another episode of the Quick Quotes Podcast. Uh, we're joined today by our co-host, Goofy, um, coming in remotely from the farm. We had to get a satellite put up in space. You know, uh, the QQP uh, satellite is up and working. We are currently monitoring uh, what's going on in the Ukraine and Russia, just in case everybody wants to know. They are having picnics, and nothing crazy is going on over there. I'm using the Starlink satellite. <laughs> there you go. That's crazy, man. Have you seen that? No. What is it? Starlink, the the Elon Musk uh, internet. Oh, really? Oh, shit. There you go. We're gonna we're gonna have Tesla um, podcast equipment soon. You know that'll be pretty dope. <laughs> Thank you, Elon. <laughs> All righty. Um, so yeah, uh, anything new come up in between the last episode and this one, Goof, or pretty much same old shit? I went to the bathroom. Oh yeah, I did not do that. I filled up my water bottle. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, but yeah, yeah. we're uh, back with another fun episode. Last episode, we talked about some really fun stuff. You know, we had some assistance quotes, uh, a few video games, uh, some family stuff. You know. Um, <laughs> But yeah, this episode for me, at least, your I wanted. Your quotes to... were more. Uh, your quotes were really organized to a specific. There's a method to the madness. Mine were all over the place. I know, Mine man. It's because you're the wild card, bro. Like no one knows where the goof's gonna come from. I didn't think you were gonna be disorganized. I know, man, but I'm pretty good at what I do. <laughs> okay, nah, fine, I, I just, I just like the stuff. Like I, I like to. My whole thing too is, uh, if people hear certain quotes i mean just like you were asking it's like what episode was that? i don't even remember what that one was and it's like i like to at least bring up the episode i can't bring up the mm-hmm. season or the episode number but i can bring up the title at the very least right like this is you know episode was called i love lisa or lisa on ice it's funny because there was a lot of lisa oriented episodes there was lisa on ice i love lisa and then uh, lisa the vegetarian um, a lot of those and then yeah mr burns is like whatever episode he's in he's gonna say at least once yeah yeah, this uh the theme for me, I mean, you've known me for fuck more than half my life now, goof. What is one of the things that I love the most? What's one of my one of my favorite franchises that I really fucking love? Pizza. Pizza, yes. All right. That's that's the answer I was hoping for. Um and uh, and you know, Pizza, Pizza the Hut, Jabba the Hut, Star Wars, and it is Star Wars. There you go. We got to it. Um You're right. It is Star Wars. <laughs> um no, I I love Star Wars. I've liked it ever since for me. It was episode two. That's what got me into the series as a kid growing up. Um, I mean, I've said it in my uh, regular podcast episodes for Weaving Words. I was not a Star Wars fan growing up. I was too cool for school and thought it was for nerds. And then episode it one came nerds. out. Yeah, it is for nerds. You're not. I, I wasn't wrong. I just didn't. I hadn't. You know, I hadn't come to myself yet. I didn't realize I was a nerd yet. You know, it's one of those like again. You don't. You don't realize that you have. You know, that killer instinct inside you that you have the ability to take the breath. Of out of a man until you're put in that situation, and then yeah, that's what happened with episode two. Um, yeah, with uh, episode yeah, one came out. Roman's calling you out. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was a uh, episode one came out, and uh, Phantom Menace, right? Darth Maul, Jar Jar Binks, Qui Gon Jinn, Young Ben, Anakin as a kid, Pod Racing, Wizard Annie, and I did not like it. And I remember my cousins or somebody, my family showed me like, "Oh, this is Star Wars," and I was like, "This is Star Wars?" Because I had never seen the original ones. And I was like, "This is Star Wars. This sucks. Like, this is bad. If this is Star Wars, I don't want anything to do with it." Then I saw. Uh, so, <laughs> I, I did you did you ever watch them on Fox? Afterwards, yes. Afterwards, yes. So when I was younger, I I saw episode 
uh, episode four? four on Fox. A New Hope. Yeah, yeah, and I couldn't finish it because of the commercials. Yeah, commercials kind of fuck it up. Hey, but you know what? Killed it. That's what it was at the time, though. Like you just had to watch the commercials. Like that's just life, dude. Exactly, but still, you lose track. You're a kid. You're like, yeah, yeah. Want to go outside, ride a bike or something? Like I said, I wasn't a nerd. (laughs) Like I'm not gonna stick around for the nerd shit. So <laughs> I'm outside chasing the goat down, headbutting it. Um, no, yeah. dude. Uh, oh, I, with the goat. There you go. Actually, at the time you were still in town, right? Like when you were younger. Yeah, I still lived in town. Yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna go outside. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rob the 76 down the road. <laughs> Give me all your yeah. jawbreakers, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, they actually had jawbreakers. Yeah, they were in the big two. Iced tea as well. There you go. Give me some of them pork rinds. You know, I don't even like them, but I'm taking them. <laughs> Back when they had jerky off, you could just pull it from. You the, could just from pull the it out the little container. Fucking gross. Thinking about it now, right? Like people's disgusting ass it's hands. Disgusting. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, uh, never mind. I don't want that. I can't afford the extra two bucks. Let me put it back. Fucking disgusting. Um, but no, the uh, episode two came out, and I still did. I did not watch it in theaters, but I saw the the commercials for the clone troopers and i was like whoa what the fuck is that that looks fucking cool and then um that brought me in i bought all the toys my first star wars toys that i bought were my mom bought me obi-wan kenobi and Django fit action figures she bought me two at a time which was pretty baller because i I was lucky to get one at the time um and uh it was the obi-wan he had a magnetic a magnet in his hand and the lightsaber had a metal handle so he uses the force to grab it it also came with that little probe droid, that assassin droid that tried to kill uh, Padme, and it also had metal or a magnet on it, so he can hold on to it like he does in the in the uh, movie. The Jango Fett was fucking sick. Removable helmet, you know, he's all clad in his Mando armor. Twin uh, Westar blasters, you had the two pistols, you had the jetpack. Um, I don't believe the rocket fired. Um, it just came off and on. He had the whipcord launcher, so he can, you know, uh, shoot the little grapple gun, or the little grappling whipcord. Super badass toys. And what people don't get about it, for me, it was the toys. The toys got me into Star Wars. I loved it. And another thing, I've told a few people here and there, because it, it, it's weird to convey, but one of the reasons why the toys got me so much is not only were they super cool, but that's that was uh, in between 5th and 6th grade. That is when... Things started getting better for me because I remember that summer I couldn't even afford shoes. Like my mom couldn't afford to buy me shoes. I fucked up my shoes that I had at that little summer camp we had at the high school. Um, mm-hmm. And my parents, my mom, I said my parents, my mom could not afford shoes for me. And I was fortunate enough to have the great godparents that I have. You know, my godfather Nacho bought me, you know, a pair of Everlast shoes, no shoelaces. I still remember them because it was fucking weird. They didn't, my first pair of shoes that had no shoelaces, and um, and yeah, I rocked those and. For my family, for my mom, my sister and I, things started getting better right around then, you know, from in between fifth to sixth grade. Um, Because I remember looking at the Jedi Starfighter. I fucking loved it because once I finally watched the movie, I was like, dude, this thing's so cool. I wish I had the hyperspace ring, all this and that. I was looking at the toy, just looking at the box because that was the thing I would do when I would go to Walmart is my mom would go do all her stuff. If she didn't need me, I would just go to the video games. Remember they had video games to play the demos on the the case? Then I would go to the toy section. And I remember just looking at the box, like, wanting it so bad, dude. Like, just looking at the box. 
and my mom, you know, and just knowing like I can never, you know, we're, we're I can't get this. Like I'm I'm happy to just get action figures. I was at that stage where it's like, you know, I'm happy that my mom can buy me action figures. I'm I'm thankful for that. Like I was just thankful. And I remember mom looking at me and being like, "Do you want it?" I'm like, "Yeah, but I know we can afford it." I put it back. She's like, "Oh, just pick it up. Well, I'll buy it for you." And just being like, "Whoa, what the fuck? Like you can drop thirty five bucks right now on a fucking spaceship? Hell yeah, dude!" Like. Yeah, things kind of started steamrolling, getting better. Um, the uh, yeah, I got a PlayStation Two my sixth grade year. She even bought me the Slave One because it's like, oh, I want to have the spaceship for the bad guy. All these toys, like it was, it was really cool. It was really, again, that was the turning point for my my family where you know we were still not the best off, but it's like again, we had like spaceship money, dude. Like that's pretty fucking big deal to me. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, that's a that's a good memory to have. Like your mom just saying, yeah, you know what. I, I can I can splurge a little bit yeah, on that. Yeah, swing on. Yeah, make sw- my kid happy. Exactly. And it, it's made you into this person where you're like, hey, I like Star Wars. Exactly. You exactly. appreciate the franchise yeah. and you appreciate where it came from. Well, that's one thing I'm very thankful about my mom too. Was uh, you know, ever since I was a kid, she's been really good about supporting my interests. You know, when Pokemon or Power Rangers was probably the first one, she would buy me the toys when she could. You know, I never again I could I didn't have Megazord money. You know, which is the equivalent to the spaceship for Star Wars. Never had Megazord money, but I had one or two head flippers, you know? Like, I'm not going to lie. I had one or two of the, the auto-morphing action figures. I had, like, I think the Green Ranger and the Blue One or the Red Ranger and the Blue One. I think it was the Red Ranger and the Blue One. You know, so I'm not, I'm not you know, I had a couple of the Power Rangers ones. When Pokemon came out, my mom, you know, really went out of her way to try to get me as many cars as she could. Again, we're so poor, we're literally living in the middle of nowhere. Um, So there was not readily available. I couldn't just be anytime I had four or five bucks run to, you know the fucking corner store and get shit we're literally in the middle of nowhere no civilization besides the houses next to us and um yeah, i remember my mom would take us out anytime a new pokemon movie would come out she would take me my sister and then my two cousins out of school to go watch it on a friday so imagine being able to leave you know at like 11 12 and your mom rolling up be like oh, i'm taking my kids out and i'm taking also my niece and nephew you know like I'm, I'm taking them out and then leaving being like see you later nerds i'm gonna go watch pokemon the first movie or pokemon 2000 <laughs> or pokemon 3 you know entei whatever you know and then she did that with us for Star Wars too. And I remember it was such a big deal, dude. It was such a big deal being able, like, you know, she she did a good job supporting our interests. Even now, she's like, oh, why couldn't you stay liking Pokemon? They were so much cuter than that Darth Vader guy, you know. <laughs> That's what she cares about. Does your, does your mom not like Jar Jar Binks? I I don't think so. <laughs> what about Baby Yoda? Maybe Baby Yoda. Maybe she likes Baby Yoda. Yeah, Grogu. <laughs> but no I, I love star wars and there's a lot of great quotes you know um dude it, it's such a classic but the first quote i'm gonna br- bring up and and it's a combo so i'll jump from one into the other i know you want to get a quote in real okay, quick but go it, it'll go from the first quote to the second quote they're from the same movie because i always you know it's, it's such a not cliche but everybody knows everyone's heard it and it's like you can't defeat me anakin i have the high ground and what is the very next thing that Anakin does and says, you underestimate my power. And then he releases a like, <laughs> it sounds very much like muscle man from regular show. And then he gets his fucking legs and arm cut off, like just fully quad. <laughs> Full quad. Obi-Wan had it on him, dude. He was ready for that. <laughs> but you can't defeat me, like, Anakin. Bro, I have bro, the high ground. You come at me. You come at me. I'm going to. 
I'm gonna fuck you up. Right? And then Anakin thinking he's hot shit. Yeah. You underestimate my power. (laughs) Uh, Plugging into that one too is like, you did this. You turned her against me. You did that yourself, Anakin, little bitch. (laughs) So condescending. Exactly. (laughs) Oh my god, dude. So those movies, I I really like the the prequel movies. I I love them. I hate when people shit on them. Episode two and and episode three, I love. Episode one, cannot watch. Just just like you, um, what really brought me back in, well, it didn't bring me back in, but it caught my attention, was episode two. And yeah. I, wa- I remember watching the trailer, and all, this, all the clone troopers are walking out. out yeah, the they're all marching, I'm yeah. Like, oh, I'm like, oh, my God, what, what is, is going this? on? And, yeah. all, and all you see is, is Star Wars, Clone Wars. I'm like, what? And I, I didn't get to see it in theaters, so I wasn't as lucky as you were. But later on, high I didn't school, watch it in theaters either. Back. No, I didn't watch it in theaters. I thought you did. You said no, no, no. I didn't. I didn't get to watch okay. it in theaters. I saw the the oh, commercial, okay. and then I bought the toys, mm-hmm. and then I got. I I didn't even buy it. I rented at the Shogi's the uh, rental I didn't place. Even have that luxury, motherfucker. I, I rented the VHS. That's <laughs> how far back it was, man. It was like, nah, we don't have a DVD player. You got a VHS? Well, yeah, they made a VHS. <laughs> Yeah, so like like I was saying, like I didn't get to see, I didn't really get back into Star Wars till like you and I like started hanging out in high school, and you you caught my interest with it. I'm like, you know what? Let me give this another chance because I think for you it was more um the video games, right? We would play Battlefront, Force Unleashed. I played Battlefront. Yeah, yeah, but but I I think that was more of you getting into Star Wars with me than anything else. Because I think afterwards you were like, oh fuck it, let's check out the minis and let's check out you know some of this other stuff. But I I think the video game is just an easier way to go in because even if you don't like Star Wars, I mean it's a fun video game. No, but I've always been fan, uh, a big fan of like a a good story. Give me a good story, and that's that'll that'll bring me into the universe. So I gave Star Wars a chance, and I I think I started with like everybody else, Episode Four, Five, and Six. And I'm like, okay, this is good. Uh, I like it. And then uh, going to episode one, two, and three, wasn't it a bit jarring if you saw the first four movies and then you go it's back to the nothing like uh, them, man. Yeah, you're like, what's the technology here, first of all? <laughs> like, I, I understand technology back in when they made the first uh, movies, it's not the same. So you can only record with what you got. But um, it, it's still a little bit jarring, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. Um, that that was my introduction to Star Wars, and I I I've loved it ever since. And I, I and personally, I loved hearing the stories you had to tell me about. Them. Like everything you ever told me, it was crazy interesting. Yeah, they like, were good like, novels, like, comics, all that stuff was awesome. Like personally, I didn't really care for Boba Fett. He was there like one, once or twice in the movies. Oh, but exactly. You gave me more of a lore about him, and it's like, wait, he's more of an interesting character than the bitch that just fell in the pit and. Oh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Into the sandy butthole. Mm-hmm. So, the, the the like hearing all these stories from at least a third party, uh, it's better than nothing. Yeah, well, and that's, so, that's the whole point I, of my I other podcast. And even this is we bring up cool, interesting stuff, and it just kind of brings it to you. You you can't always seek out stuff, especially if you don't know, right? But you might hear something, and be like, "Oh, that kind of piques my interest." That's why it's nice having people be like, "This is where it's from. This is what I like." Some people might like it, some people might not like it, but it's, you know, it's all on whoever, you know, whoever's hearing that is interested in it. Yeah, and uh, I'll throw, I, ha- I don't have too many sours, but I have one. Um, mine's from episode four, and uh, uh, your eyes can deceive you, don't trust them. Yes, yes, oh, from right. when he's uh, training to be a Jedi. 
or a little exactly. Padawan, right? That's old man Obi Wan and yeah, uh, Ben Kenobi. And it's yeah, and that's a uh, I I liked it so much because it kept to themes to the movie throughout the movie where Luke is trying to learn the Force, and what's something that's gonna mess him up is trusting other instincts that aren't the Force. So it keeps it on brand, and it comes into play at the very end when he has to take up the Death Star. Right. It's like, whoa. Like, it, a little it, bit of foreshadowing. It, yeah, it's foreshadowing, plus it's playing, it plays hard into what he's being taught at the beginning by his master, who he cares for. I don't know why he cares for him that much. He's, right. He's just this weird old man in the middle of the desert. But but either way, it, it's, it's really cool. It's something that... um. That make, it makes you think, right? When when you're younger and you let's say you're young, you're watching movies for the first time, you think, "Oh man, this guy's stupid." He's just use your eyes, dumbass. But um, when you're when you're older and you're, you're learning how stories work or whatever, right? Uh, when someone when someone's trying to teach you a lesson in the story and it comes into play at the very end and it works out, that's I think in my opinion that's really good storytelling. So, it is, uh, yeah. Like again, it, like again, it. with the foreshadowing, with the implementation, where it translates from one skill to another, like it all matters, right? What do they say? The force connects all, right? You know, through the force, all exactly. is possible. Um, I thought for a second there, I thought you were gonna steal one of the the best quote of Star Wars, um, and one of my favorite ones from the my favorite you know movie, which is Attack of the Clones, the first introduction. I thought you were gonna steal uh-huh. my the, my favorite quote of the whole franchise, which is, "You want to buy some death sticks." <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's one of my favorite quotes because it's just like whenever my buddies are hanging out, you know, and they don't notice me coming to them, I'll just sneak, sidle up and sneak next to them and be like, "You want to buy some death sticks?" And uh, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, that quote was done by the best character in the series. He has the best name, which is Sleaze Bagano. Um, yeah, that that George Lucas creativity of naming people, you know, uh, in the same vein of Yak Face, Snaggletooth, and Sleaze Bagano trying to sell you death sticks. And that's actually like the first part or towards the beginning of uh, Star Wars Episode Two, Attack of the Clones. They're in that little bar, you know, something like uh, Obi-Wan's like, um, I forgot what he tells them. And then Anakin's like, you know, I look, uh, you know, you're the closest thing I have to a father. And then fucking Sleaze Bagano comes up. You want to buy some death sticks? <laughs> weren't tell me if I'm wrong, but weren't death sticks in episode six? Uh, I don't remember. What, what when, when they when they go into Jar Jar's uh place? Jar Jar's place? Yeah. Jar Jar? I mean Jar Jar. I mean um uh uh, uh, uh Jabba. Yeah, Jabba. Uh, I don't think so, because he's got his, like, little bubbler and stuff, but I, I want to say death sticks are pretty much cigarettes, like drug cigarettes, Star Wars drug cigarettes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> that, <laughs> fuck that guy selling drugs. What the fuck? <laughs> um, and it's funny that they, they have to name it something different because it has to be still targeted to kids. Yeah. It's called death sticks. Right. What other quotes do you got? Um, let me see. I'm going to go into a different genre. Yeah, yeah. Not genre, but different different place. I'm going to go to the Dark Knight series. I really like the Dark Knight series. The which one? The Dark Knight. Oh, Batman. Batman, but specifically the Dark Knight movie. Yeah, the Nolan trilogy. Right. So I know you don't really care for the Nolan trilogy. I know you like them. I like Batman Begins I, I I a lot. Batman Begins is an amazing movie. Yeah, I feel like they progressively got worse. You know, Batman Begins was I, great. I, I will disagree. Dark will Knight disagree, Rises but, but, was, or Dark Knight was all right. Like it was good, it was solid. And then Dark Knight Rises was 
not good. And I, I, I remember you saying that you liked the newer Batman better? I, the new one? The Batman? I like that one a lot. I'd put it on par with oh. Batman Begins. I, I like that new Batman. It, it wasn't my favorite, but still, pretty good movie. Yeah, yeah. I just like that he was a detective. You know, he's going around, he's looking at shit, checking stuff out. I wish he had his little purple gloves. Purple gloves? Yeah, the Golden Age Batman, when he first came out in Detective Comics, he had purple gloves. Okay. Because he's a detective. He's checking stuff out. Why, why, why does it got to be purple? Though? I don't know. Comic books, that, dude. That's the Joker's color. Yeah, but Joker wasn't even a thing at the time. Okay. Dude, Batman was... In the first issue, he appeared, and he kills, like, two dudes. Just whack. Whack some, dude. He used to use a gun, too. Pop, pop, pop. Yeah, so did Captain America. Yeah. I get it with Captain America, though. He's a soldier. And it's not part of his identity. We don't kill people. <laughs> so what what uh, quote do you got from uh, from the Batmans, from the Nolan stuff? Uh, so we'll go with the first Batman. Batman uh, Begins. Batman Begins. Mm-hmm. Uh, you remember the, the when he's uh, he's going to that shipment? Uh, there's a shipment coming in for the Falcone family. Yeah. And he catch, Batman catches wind of it. And he's like, I'm going to go check it out. And um, he sneaks up on one of the guys, and he's like, who are you? And what does he say? I'm the goddamn he's, he's Batman. Like, <laughs> he's like, I'm Batman. <laughs> and uh, it's one of my favorite lines, because um, after watching that movie, I played one of the, the – I played the, the Arkham game. Oh, the Arkham games are great, dude. And uh, I would always go like I'm playing by myself, whatever, and I'm I'm in my room by myself in the dark, like a loser. And I'm just running around. I'm like, I'm every time I I take someone out, like I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Well, fucking it's like Dean. one of the best things. That... Dean from Supernatural Go does it too. Yeah, well, of course, because they're they're both Warner Brothers or whatever. Yeah, but... no, but remember, like I forgot what it was. He throws something at someone and knocks it out, and he's like, "I'm Batman." <laughs> Yeah, he does a, it's, I know what you're talking about specifically because I really like that season. It's when they get the lucky rabbit's foot. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he throws a, he throws a pen into a gun so it jams up. <laughs> and then he throws a remote control at a person's head and it knocks him out. Yeah. <laughs> that's why he's like, I'm Batman. I'm like, <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> okay, that's good. But yeah, no, um, I like the quote for more than one reason because, first of all, yes, he is Batman, but he's uh he's using it in an intimidating way, to where it's the first time people are actually seeing him. So you see this this fucking weird weird motherfucker just walk well, like this you. demon he's dude. Like, well, it's more than a demon. You see this guy covered in all black, like who the fuck are you, and why are you dressed up like this? And he's like, I'm Batman. And what would you think if a weirdo just coming up came up to you and said something like that? He's I'd be like, like I gotta be crazy. somewhere else but here. <laughs> this guy's crazy. I'm going to shoot him because I have a gun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm Batman. So another oh. quote um, from mm -hmm. uh, Star Wars. We'll go back to uh, the movie I mentioned earlier from some of my quotes. It's funny how quotable the prequels are because it's just such weird stuff. Um, but one of you know one of my favorite characters in Star Wars is uh, Obi Wan. I'm not a big guy on the Jedi. Like the Jedi are all right, you know they're just like you know I get it. Like 
lightsaber moment. It depends on what Jedi you're talking about. But I like Obi Wan and that. Yeah, I, I yeah. just I like Obi Wan because he's actually a Jedi. He he practices what he preaches, right? All the teachings and all that stuff of the Jedi. He's balanced, you know. He's one with the Force. The, you know, the Force works through him, and um and you see it a lot in the way he acts and talks and fights and all that. Um, and one of my favorite um quotes from him in Revenge of the Sith is so simple, but it's he comes out on Utapau to face Grievous and he's like, hello there. <laughs> As to which, another quick quote that I'll throw in, because there's another quote that I like from that where uh, Grievous replies, General Kenobi. <laughs> so simple, but everybody said, I use it all the time, you know, I'll be like, hello there. <laughs> General Kenobi. And then, yeah, when people are like, hey, what's up, Roman? General Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just um, fun little quick quotes that I love. Again, I love I love the these movies, dude. Like uh, episode two and three are probably my favorite ones. Um, another one from the earlier movies, and everybody loves to mention it because it's so fucking true. Where uh, it was episode two, right? Attack of the Clones. Anakin's hanging out with Padme, um, <laughs> and he's like, "I hate sand. It's coarse and it gets everywhere." <laughs> <laughs> so quotable. Um, going back. Going back to what you said though, um, Obi Wan being like your favorite, like more your favorite. I actually like, even though you don't get too much of one, I like Qui Gon because obviously everybody loves right? Qui Gon, dude. Everybody loves Qui Gon. But but but, but uh, Obi Wan's everything that comes from Obi Wan came from somewhere, right? It came from Qui Gon. Yeah, a bit. Yeah, a bit from it. And wasn't he the first to actually like uh, become a Force Ghost or something? Yoda. Or no, yeah. For, first, um, well, he achieved that level. So there was a few other people that were taught, and then they just retconned it now with the Obi Wan TV show at the end. Pro, you know, spoiler alert, but oh, post credit scene, Qui Gon's in the very last part of it as a Force ghost. Okay. Yeah, which is kind of like, eh, I like the idea well, initially where it was just a voice. Well, I like it because initially the the reason he was just a voice is because he hadn't quite yet achieved that Force Ghost level, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. But but still, like that 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 gives that gives some some uh, some power to Qui Gon to where like hey he was he was what he preaches as well. Well, Qui Gon was a uh, he was known as a renegade though, like a renegade Jedi. So he didn't follow the the people make the argument that he was like the first gray Jedi on screen, kind of like Ahsoka, where it's like, yeah, yeah, the way the Jedi are, this isn't quite it. So he was very much a maverick. They called him a maverick, right? And uh, and that's why I say yeah. like, you know, these guys aren't really when it comes to the way the Jedi preach and the war and all that stuff. Obi Wan was just balanced. He was known as a diplomat, you know, like he he just he knew what 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 was up with it and because he was so again he went from being nothing before Qui-Gon took him in you know in the old stories he was not good he was not even going to be a Jedi he, nobody picked him as a Padawan until Qui-Gon came along and it's one of those like yeah he, he just over the years became more attuned with the force through discipline through you know being open to the force had a good connection and I mean fuck you see it dude he survived so long he never really got killed like he let Vader kill him like um so you become a force ghost and whatnot, you know, what was it? Uh, if you strike me down, I will become more powerful than you can ever imagine. Like it's oh, yeah. quote. there you go. 
Um, another quote from Star Wars that I like to bring up all the time is when people, you know, will be playing or whatever, and they'll be saying like, "Oh, you can't do that" or whatever, or so and so won't let you do it. And I'll and I always reply, "I am the Senate." <laughs> like when Mace Windu and them are. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and then he does a, a successful scream and lunge at the Jedi, unlike Anakin, <laughs> with his failure. He's much more powerful, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, man, there's some great quotes. You got any other ones? Uh, I got another Batman one. Let me see. Okay, so this one goes back to Batman, and we have. As a man, I am flesh and blood. I can be ignored. I can be destroyed. But as a symbol, as a symbol, I can be incorruptible and everlasting. And that's from Bruce Wayne himself. Yeah. So I, I like this because it plays into the movie where his identity, him as a person, it, it can't, it can't exist to, to fight the, the crime that he, he wants to overturn. So if you make something else, something like a symbol for, to, to take the quote into consideration, something that can't be ignored. Like, um, like if you look into religion or something, if you see the cross, you can't ignore it. It's a symbol. It's there. Yeah, yeah. It's more than People what are, the man was. Yeah. It's more than it's more than what a person or, or, or it's more than a person can ever be. So him turning that into something more, him turning himself more than than just a person into something that people can't really touch, something that people can't threaten, something that people can't bribe or anything like that. It's something that really plays into Batman's character. It's something that he's always been doing in every everything and through the, throughout his history. Is that if he's Batman and you look at Batman, you're you're not gonna fuck with Batman. But if you look at Bruce Wayne, he's just a person. He's he's someone that can quote unquote be bought, bought out if if you make the right if you name the right price. He's somebody that supposedly can be corrupted by, I don't know. Yeah, the that's the thing with something. being a symbol, right, with Batman. It's not matters who's underneath the cow. It's what matters is that the cow is out there doing the thing. You know, anyone mm-hmm. can be Batman. Like, Batman is a symbol. It's it's justice. It's, it's you know, it's it's a force. And I, I believe he says that as well, is that any, it could be anybody under the cow. Um, it could be, I don't know, it could be your neighbor. You just don't know. It's, the only thing that matters is that their intentions are, quote, unquote, correct. They have the right intentions in mind, and that's what they're portraying as a symbol. It's it's always something that I, I liked about Batman because him as a character, more than even though he is just a person, he does have the right intentions, more or less. But right. um, he portrays them all as a, as a symbol, as just a bat. Right. Yeah. I'll bring in uh, my, my last Star Wars quote um, from a more recent one. Um, which is very, you know, we're on the the conversation about Obi Wan again. It's my favorite, and uh, I made a post about it when it came out. But man, it got me so emotional, so tearful. Was uh, have you watched Obi Wan yet? No, not yet. I, oh I, my I god, gonna, dude! I was gonna kill it this weekend. I was just gonna Damn it, it dude! Then I won't say it because I don't want to spoil it for you. But man, there's just a really good moment at the very end of the series that's really fucking good. Um, okay. So, uh, so in, in, instead of that, I'll just bring up. Um, a Mando quote then, and which is a pretty straightforward one. Is I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. Yeah, yeah. 
pretty straightforward and tells you exactly it's like you want to come with me alive or dead like it's, it's the same yeah, shit to me that's such a that's such a cowboy thing to say though exactly no i love it dude i love the idea of uh mandalorian just being a sci-fi western for the most part right you know star wars western uh but that's such a cool quote is just i can bring you in warm i can bring you in cold you got any yeah, last uh quotes you want to throw in real quick before we end this episode Bruce? i got i got one last one all right and uh this one's very quotable because everybody's heard it and everybody uses it. Uh, some men just want to watch the world burn. Yeah. The that's Joker. from Alfred. Oh, Alfred talking about the Joker, yeah. right? No, no, no. Well, he's talking about the Joker. You're right. Yeah. And um, uh, to give a little bit of context to this, uh, Alfred's telling Batman a story about um, there was a thief and or something and, and where he when he was in the military for the for the British Army or something. Yeah. And uh, they're trying to catch this guy, and they can't catch him or whatever. And he breaks into some um, nobility's house and steals all the jewels or whatever. And they can never find them. So uh, eventually they, they they start looking around, and they see a kid playing with a, a, like a, a diamond or something the size of a tangerine. And they ask him, like, where'd you find them? Like, I just found them on the ground. And it turns out that the guy just wanted to steal just to steal. Right, he, didn't he just want wanted it. to do it. Just to do it, just do it to get rich. He didn't do it because he was doing it for a job. He was doing it because that's what he wanted to do. And that, that plays into the what you said was the Joker. The Joker is the, and this movie is a character where he's like, he, it's um, chaos. Yeah, well, it's just a little bit more than chaos. It's, uh, he says it in the movie that, uh, Gotham needs a better level of, uh, of bad guys. And I'm gonna, he's gonna bring it to them. Because he thinks that people that just want money or power or whatever aren't doing it for the right reasons. And that's where he brings in his own form of uh, uh, criminal activities. And uh, it's nothing for him to gain. He has nothing really to gain other than either the ire of Batman or or it's just joy to himself. Right. So what does he do? He he commits crimes where he's (laughs) – What's that one scene? He goes into the Falcone um, crime family and he has all the grenades strapped to himself. It's like, if you come at me, I'm going to blow us all up. Like, what kind of psycho does that, right? Yeah, he's just ready. He just wants, he just, he's asking, he's welcoming death. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not, not, not even like, I'm, I'm welcoming death. Like, I'm here to do a job. I'm here to do me and none of you going to stop me. So yeah. I'll take us all out or you listen to what I have to say. Right, 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 yeah. All righty. Um, yeah, and with that, that's our last uh, quick quote. Um, but, yeah, if you guys have any questions, any suggestions, want to throw in some cool quotes, um, you can hit us up on the Weaving Words podcast, uh, Gmail, Facebook, Instagram, Hooligan Squad Discord server. Um, yeah, goodbye, guys. Adios. Bye. I'll give you a bit.